When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes now past the hour. Uh, Rick and Bubba's show uh, as we move into a brand new hour, kickoff hour behind us. Speedy and Helmsy knocked that out for you today. Greg's still out taking care of his wife, who is not uh, feeling well. Uh, He will probably be out for the rest of the week, Uh, maybe back uh, one day next week. So make a note of that, uh, Greg fans. Uh, So no Greg today. Uh, Eddie Van Adler settles in for the YouTube experience live and archive today. He's got that for you. Uh, So uh, Eddie Van Adler is secure in his seat as we go forward. Uh, We'll chat with you today. We have stories to cover. Uh, Yesterday's Wednesday Bible Study Archive is now available for you if you so desire on our YouTube channel, speaking of Adler, and also our podcast channel. Either one of those, uh, you can go there and grab the archive from yesterday's Bible Study. We're missing one, uh, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's works nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, come on in. It's Rick and Bubba. For you are me. Thought that was um, appropriate. The lyric there for those of you watching on YouTube didn't get it is the guy's dreaming that he's in the summer sun, but he wakes up and it's still bitterly cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and so there uh, we go. And the deep freeze continues. A little break today, <laughs> then back in it again. Uh, where we live. You know something I did not know, and we have a, a number of things to cover right out of the gate today, kind of updating you and setting the, the table for today. So my wife, Sherry, uh, was was uh, spent most of her childhood in a part of the country uh, called Lake Gunnersville, Alabama, and it's a big giant – Was it is, is it one of the largest man-made lakes it's a big one. Yeah, it's, it's a your big it's your big boy. It's a big you like pro uh, fishing, you know that yeah, you've probably it, seen it a lot. Very very famous on the the pro bass fishing trail and, and all that. But anyway, so I sent her something that Span put out today. Uh, someone's up there and it's frozen. Uh, it's a giant <laughs> lake, and so I sent it to Sherry, and I did not know this. She says I was a child the last time Lake Gunners were froze. We actually walked on it. She said it was so long ago 
they were still calling it Gunnersville Lake until they tried to hip it up and call it Lake Gunnersville. <laughs> she said. Oh, she wow. said in those days it was called Gunnersville Lake, <clears throat> and then yeah. somebody, some marketer, to get yeah. people, you said that, that's, that's that cool. doesn't sound hip enough, and he said, we call it Lake Gunnersville. Yeah, and uh, so they hipped it up. So she said it had not frozen since she was a child. So, but that also tells some of you climate change people it did freeze when she was a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I, I remember uh, seeing pictures when we worked in Gadsden of yeah. the Coosa River. Yeah, yeah. And it was froze over to the point people were driving cars on it, yeah. and it was back around nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That's uh, you know, weather happens, man. It, it gets cold in yeah, the winter. Yeah, yeah. It, it and it's happened before, and 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 hopefully, you know, we'll we'll find it. Ain't our, pleasant, no, it's yeah. not. It happens. Certain areas and markets that we're on, uh, and they still hadn't thawed. Uh, yeah. And in Huntsville, I, I saw a video yesterday. A guy, he hey, in full hockey setup, okay, yeah. hockey skates and everything. <laughs> he is skating down the a street. In Huntsville, with his hockey stick and everything, like he's ready to play. Oh yeah, because some of the straight streets are still in that condition. Yeah, I've seen people ice skating, you know, with in just full blown ice skates, like he's right. Doing. Yeah. So, uh, so what, some other things we got to get out of the way is, uh, and you know, we don't ever want to be thankful that Greg's not here because we like when Greg's here, sure. and we don't like for you know his wife or anybody to be sick. No. But Bub and I, you know, and this happens since we have the same wardrobe, and I'd like to unpack a couple things about us wearing the same sweatshirt today. And one of them is that, on the team, baby. that we wear, you know, polo shirts quite often that are the same. And for some reason that feels like that that's appropriate. I don't know why this sweatshirt feels weird for he and I to be sitting here in the exact same sweatshirt. I don't know if right. it's a sweatshirt yeah, well, versus, I gotta tell you, versus, I, a, versus a polo work shirt. I don't know. <laughs> I checked the staff calendar because I thought we had an appearance today. Right. I, yeah. I, I was like, where, where we got? Do we have a signing? What yeah. do we do? Well, this even feels like it's not even, it wouldn't even work for that. You know what I mean? And, and, and so I don't know why. It's the Rick and Bubba University. I actually saw some people chattering that did not know there is a Navy blue version of this mm-hmm. very, very longstanding uh, Rick and Bubba shirt. But yeah, there's a gray one and there's a Navy blue yeah. one. We're wearing the Navy blue today and uh, and then of course you know the first thing i when i saw bub i said well, there's the gold dust twins because i know that's what greg would say yeah but then we don't know where the term gold dust twins came from was this a was this a tag team wrestling uh, it group? sounds like it gold dust twins it was uh-huh. uh because i know that something greg always has in his pocket if you're if you're dressed like somebody or you have the same anything he calls you the Gold Dust Twins, and and I, I guess this was a pro wrestling. Now they, thing. yeah, I, the I Gold Dust I, Twins were I, I, also the name of a popular radio show that was broadcast okay. in the nineteen twenties. Okay, uh, I, I worried that it could be something much more heinous than that. And, and one I, of them's and, nickname was Goldie, right? Yeah, and the other one Dusty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm also seeing that it was these. Like mascots for this gold dust washing powder? Is that maybe yeah. what he's referring to? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, well, I will say you this. don't ever know where Greg gets these things. What does it, the expression "gold dust twins" mean? A pair of inseparable workers. Yeah. Okay. That so maybe it's just yeah. that's what he means. I can't even find the wrestling. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I can't. Oh, so wait, I guess that's not go. it, is it? I guess wait, it's wait, not. Wait. It, the, the only the most prominent one I see is the 1920s radio show, which is kind of funny. That well, he fun. had the gold dust trio. Let's see. Yeah. So Goldie and Dusty. The Gold Dust Twins from China Grove, I think, were fighters or okay. something. I don't but, know. But I want you to think about what, what Speedy said tells us, I think, the right lineage with Greg. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like something that will be said on a work site. Yes. Those, those two are inseparable. Right. Look at the Gold right. Dust Twins over there. And and it sounds like that, that, you know, Greg brought a lot of that from 
that world. Mm-hmm. And I don't think even think Greg knows where he gets some of his phrases. He no, just he yeah. just knows to go to them. You're right. you know? Yeah. Are y'all yeah. familiar with the 1975 movie Rafferty and the Gold Dust Twins? I'm not. No. Okay. Maybe no. that's not it. Yeah, but uh, but you never know with Greg. I no. mean, it could come from me. I'm just, I, look, I'm thankful. I was afraid it might even be something more seedy, and I'm glad we're good. Right. right. I, I didn't I, know. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really good with any of those. Oh, Gold yeah. Dust was a wrestler. That's probably what I was thinking of. Okay. okay. Yeah. I remember I, that sound very wrestling-like, yeah. but the expression – Gold Dust Twins is what I said. It's inseparable workers. Yeah, and okay, see, that sounds like that comes from the workplace. Uh, yeah, yes. like from out there, yeah. out there on the on on him. They, they got power yeah. outage, and they're yeah. all the two people are inseparable. Yeah, they look the Gold Dust Twins over there. That, that's it. That, doesn't that what that sounds, sounds like? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, I mean, yeah. That, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. So Going anyway, but I have other shirts, but they're short sleeve and they're not very warm, and I yeah. think I'm willing to to push through. Uh, and we are doing Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. Yeah. Wow. That's why well, it's a lot of a lot of stuff going on today I with know. those things on. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'll see if I can make it. I think I'm okay. We can cut a promo, too, for something if you need us to. Yeah, like Greg's not here to ridicule us. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Bubba, I got an email actually today, uh, and I, this story has been in front of us mm-hmm. for the last couple of days, and... You know, usually if the name John Kerry is in a story, it catches your eye. Uh, and, uh, and But it's almost like I think you can also have, uh, you know, John Kerry uh, burnout. But someone said, uh, I can't believe uh, that Bubba has not commented uh, on the fact that John Kerry has stepped down as climate czar. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and and has taken a, a, a new role like in the Biden administration. Uh, they, they have a weird name for it, but it sounds like damage control. Uh, but, uh, he's, but he says it's not because he's a captivating guy. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Well, he looks like the mass singer right now. (laughs) Wow. But, but you know, he's wanting us to know, Bub, it's not because he doesn't care about the cop. Hey, go get some sleep, pal. By the way, Herman Munster called and wants his look back. Uh, but the, uh, Hey, (laughs) hey, you've served the public enough. Right. You know, I, 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 I'm really concerned about these people that feel like they have to serve oh their goodness. entire life. Do, you know? Do you think there's that, a, You're not, you're really not serving Is you've got to do it your entire life. Is it, I like to be important? Is it, uh, I can't think of anything else to do? Uh, what is it? Uh, I, 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 importance I and purpose. I couldn't. That. I couldn't get a job in the private sector, right? Because yeah. I'm worthless. Well. I have no skills, mm-hmm. and I I talk in circles. I don't know. But Bobby, uh, grifting. He, he doesn't seem to be all that excited about it. <laughs> well, I, he he seems kind of sad. Really? Not only is he, uh, you'd have to say, why the long face? Why why the lack of sleep? Right. Mm-hmm. So, but he yeah, wants you yeah. to know that it's not because he's given up or doesn't care about the climate anymore. That it's not still important. Isn't there a billionaire wife or something he needs to go home and spend? time with right can i say this just just out of just walking around chewing gum common sense logic if his job was to save the planet how do you ever say yeah i'm, I'm not doing that anymore i mean i mean i mean, yeah. I mean shouldn't you die at that <laughs> job that's right save yeah. the planet how do you ever go no nah, nah, that's not that's not on my highest priority anymore. Yeah. right is he a kick guy? Yeah. yeah. How about saving the planet can't be a kick? No. That's got to be a calling, uh, right? So uh, no, so he, anyway. He wants right. anything where he gets a title and gets to get in front of a microphone because nobody else would care. Have you seen the sideshow of this World Economic Forum, oh, which is where Davis, he is now? Yeah. That's, Have you seen big, this? Yes, no wonder we're in the yes, state we're in. What a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Have you watched some of this weirdo Rick, stuff? Rick, here, here's the thing, and I, I think a lot of people understand this or or have some concept of it. 
real people go out and work at real jobs. Right. Okay. And people who are strange and odd get a lot of these government jobs and leading the country. So have you ever noticed That's that? That's what it looks like. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's just very bizarre. So is, is he going to say something here, Adler, or yeah. is we just looking at him? No, you can, we're, I'm, we're whenever yes. you want it. Do you yes, want to hear what he has yeah, to say? Yeah, I do. I okay. want to hear it. Yeah, I, Bubba does. So here we go. Uh, I am not retiring, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to make that clear. I am shifting my efforts to where I think uh, they could be best used in an election year in the United States. Uh, and uh, facing the fact that the Congress is not going to, obviously, grab this by the baton the way you all are. Good okay, night. He, he's uh, not even enthused gracious. about it. He's not, that is as boring as I've ever heard him be. <laughs> I almost, he didn't even want to hear himself. No. I almost fell asleep during that soundbite. Right. Did you see I was so bored. Did y'all see him lose interest in his own yeah. comments and just kind of fade away there? At the well, end? He could just. I'm not retiring. I'm just shifting. I'm Biden is dying, and I have to try to do something. <laughs> I'm, I'm done playing politics on the world stage of of the economy. I got to go home and try to win this election, basically. So save, saving Biden's more important than saving the planet. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That, that's it. I got to save Biden so he'll save me so I can save the planet. Can you imagine? Because <laughs> remember, we're talking about. He said he's got to save the planet from right. total destruction. Yeah. So he's pivoting off that because something's become a higher priority. Okay. Imagine if you were in in the hospital and the surgeon came in and he said, I know that I told you I felt called to be a surgeon to save people's lives. Mm -hmm. But, and I know you need my help right now because you're going to die if I don't help you. But I've got something come up I've got to go tend to. And so don't think I'm retiring, but I'm just not going to help you right now. I mean, can can you imagine going, wait, where are you going? Rick, what are you doing? That was a lot more excited than what the way Carrie said. (laughs) Well, that's true. That's true. Uh, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, some of these people just won't go home. They just won't go home. Do you think he would win if they had like a a showdown that was called Who's Most Boring? Like, oh, look at this bore off. I mean, do you think he would win just hands down? Is there anybody more boring than him? Anybody. He makes Al Gore look electric. A bore off? (laughs) Electrified. Rick, he makes anybody. You, you know how he makes a sloth look exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you know when they Slow were called down, when they were called tweets back then, uh, and we still call them that. But you remember when people would uh, read mean tweets, yeah, and 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 people like with a straight face. I wish he would have to read like exciting news, yeah. and and, and, right. and do a skit with that. You right. know, this yeah. just in, you yeah. know, yeah. and then like in that same delivery and everything. <laughs> he would be like so the, he'd be like the perennial power. So everybody be sitting around experts who guess yeah. who's going to make it to the bore off again this right. year. Yeah. Well, you know Kerry's going to be there. Yeah. It's just who can beat Kerry. Yeah. I mean, you talk about that every year. He's the opposite of Beth Mowens on a touchdown. Oh, he is. <laughs> touchdown. Well, I've never seen somebody be so boring that they even bore themselves. <laughs> I've never even seen that before. Let's see it one more time, Adler. He almost <laughs> goes asleep while he's saying it. Yeah. All right, yeah, what's he doing? Uh, he needs some sleep. I'm not retired. I wish he would speak into that microphone a little yeah, bit. A little bit. Just a well, little. It's like, it, it's like the microphone's bothering him. Mm-hmm. It's like it's too much as effort. As long as mm-hmm. he's done that, you think he could bring a little bit of Right. It's like the, I am not retiring, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to make that clear. I am shifting my efforts to where I think uh, they could be best used in an election year in the United States. Uh, and uh, facing the fact that the Congress is not going to obviously grab this by the baton the way you all are and the way we need to. So I really want to put my 
I'm glad the Congress uh, is not grabbing it by the right. baton. It just fades no, away. No, no, no. Yeah, it's yeah. like the tongue's telling the lips. you got to help me a little bit. I mean, I'm dying The here. microphone's like, do you need me? You're not. <laughs> hold me up. <laughs> right. What are you doing? <laughs> I can't help you laying over the side. Rick and Bubba. All right, so let's continue with the World Economic Forum because we should all be gravely concerned about the state of the world. Mm. You're going to hear some things. Now, keep in mind, this is supposed to be the world gathering together for what we all need to be doing. Uh, Adler, let's just run through them, uh, and and this should this should be so concerning. Now, one guy is in a lot of trouble because he's actually said that Trump has done a good job. Now, he he's people have gone nuts about this, but we'll get to, we'll get. I saw to, one president that was dogging them because it, they were not supporting Western values. Yeah, yeah, that was the guy from Argentina that yeah. we that, that that Babylon B said we should just make our president. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, we're going to get started with what Adler tell us because I know we ran a list. Which one you want to start with? This is the guy talking about individual carbon footprint track. Oh my goodness! Here, here we go. So that's that sounds good. Yeah, doesn't that sound fun? We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. Huh. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the oh. platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. Does that creep you out, Bill? Oh, An individual carbon footprint tracker, and just like this ESG score we got to have, all this is going to be in play. They're gonna we're, we're going to be tracked on how we travel, Mm-mm. what we eat, how we get our food. And then I guess we'll be given some sort of good or bad score. Uh, bad, bad, Bubba. We don't well, this, like your individual this, this, carbon footprint. This goes to the you know the Chinese give every individual a score, so that's how they can yeah. control what they're doing by saying they're not controlling what they're of doing. Of course. And uh, yeah, this look. The further we get away from all these people working on a farm, mm-hmm. the worse we are. I think. It's, it's speaking of farming. Yeah. yeah. Catch this, this. This lady is going to call fishing and farming. She's going to call it ecocide. That's their new term. Can you Eos- believe this? Oh, it's ecocide. Where, you've lived long enough I bet for this. she went to lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Where, what do you eat, lady? Yeah. I mean, ecocide as a word is becoming more, it's becoming better known around the world. And the concept is generally mass damage and destruction of nature. Um, but legally speaking, um, what our organization and other collaborators aim to do is to have this recognized legally as a serious crime. Because one of the issues that sort of pervades all of this discussion is that we have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people and property. Um, And that, I mean, if you're campaigning for human rights, at least you know mass murder, torture, all of these things are serious crimes. But there's no equivalent in the environmental space. Um, And so, and, and, you know, unlike a an international crime like genocide that in, involves a specific intent. With ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do, is make money, is you know, is farm, is fish, is do all of these things that are um, you know producing energy and so on um, as well. But what's it, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage that happens with that. Good, Bubba. Farming and fishing is ecocide. Now, keep in mind, I've invented a word. Yeah. I've invented an organization. Well, why not? Everybody else is. I've invented an organization that's based on this word. 
I have defined the word, but I haven't proven that this word is what I say it is, and it actually happens. No, none of this. No, it, and it's like they just sit around and just they just make all this stuff up. Yeah, just to, it, I don't understand what they're doing. And back to what the guy said before about how we're we're creating technology to where you can track what you're doing. No, no, that's how they get you. They they <laughs> right. act like hey, we're doing this for you so you can track it. No, what they're doing is they're tracking it. And it's going to be like your data package with your cell company. If you get over your data limit, it starts slowing your 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 data down to where you, things don't load. What if they were to say, like, you're 20 days in to 30 days, and they say, well, you've traveled enough for this month. That's uh, how or, they get you. Or, hey, look, you've eaten too much today. Sorry, well, well, you can't well, have this Snickers. Well, don't forget, too, to your point, and that will be used for this, I've come up with the crime of ecocide. Now, keep in mind, I've decided that ecocide is something, and then I've decided that something is bad, and then I've decided it's so bad it should be a crime, right. and then <laughs> no. I've set up a system to decide if you're guilty of it. <laughs> Do y'all want to hear uh, the J.P. Morgan CEO, Jamie Diamond actually speak the truth on MSNBC yes. while at this event? Yes, yeah. I do. So... I don't know what these MSNBC uh, reporters, interviewers thought they were going to get from this guy, but he actually just tells it like it is. Oh, you mean CNBC? Uh, oh, CNBC. Yeah, CNBC. CNBC. Okay, here we go. Okay. We've got this great hand, but when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump, and they think they're voting, and they're basically scapegoating them, that you are like him. Uh, and But I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO. Kind of right about immigration. Mm -hmm. He grew the economy quite well. Trade, China, China virus. Tax reform worked. Mm -hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't. Th I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. He, yeah. he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues, and that's why they're voting for him. And and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done crazy. And, and you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, but, hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, could we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's got smart. Yeah. He's saying, "Look, you're, you're just you want to equate him with a cartoon version of Trump. You're not diving deep on why they want to vote for him for the things he did around the world and in the country. Right. You got to get you got to go deeper than that. And of course, the the Democrats don't want that. They want propaganda. They don't want to have a deep idea ideology discussion of of any kind. They don't want to go into well, maybe the economy was better. Why was it better? Uh, the, the the virus, by the way, did come from China. All these things that turned out to be correct and and, tar and turned out to be good, it's like none of that can be uh, associated with voting for him because we don't like him, the person. Mm -hmm. uh, which they also were the same the Russian, party. Russia investigation was a hoax yeah. all the way around. Never was a shred of evidence. And never forget the history because the D Democrats want you to forget their history, but you, they'll never let you forget yours if it's negative. And if it's positive, they want to forget it. But don't forget, this is the same party that told us that really the character of the human being is irrelevant, and we shouldn't care about that at all as long as they get the job done. Mm -hmm. That same party told us that through the entire Clinton years. 
I think that CNBC... Well, did they take that back? <laughs> right. I think that CNBC guy had like an existential crisis right there on the air. He was like, I know. He was right. I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So have you seen some of the sideshow stuff as if we haven't seen it? Have you seen this? Ritual. Have you seen this ritual? This is the World Economic Forum. I want you to watch what's going on here. This is some sort of witch doctor of some kind. She's rubbing her hands together. Oh. And why are they having her do this? I don't know. Watch this. She's going. What? Oh, we're just getting started. She's about to go. She's about to blow air on everybody. What? Watch doing? this. Oh, she's not done. Every oh, she's every person on the panel. Uh-uh. She, she blew she's in their face. Yes. She's coughing in their face. What about COVID? Where, where's her mask? Oh my goodness! <laughs> right just, down the line. That's just oh. paint on her face. That's not a real mask. She just did it to a lady. Oh, oh yeah. wow! Look at that guy's hair. They're leaning back. into it. Oh yeah. sure they are. Because you can't question it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Can you believe what you just saw? Can you believe what you just saw? I, I think I just passed. Can you believe what you just saw? What if she was praying for everybody and ended it with in Jesus' name? We think they would have all melted. Oh yeah, they would have run. Yeah, ah, they would have. And no one is mentioning the fact she's in quarter blackface. <laughs> well, that's, that's a great okay. point, Bubba. Okay. <laughs> Yo, last year, last year they were like, mask up, six feet away. This year they're coughing my face, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This hour with a couple of updates out there in celebrity world. Uh, now, I know this is a kind of a bit of a sensitive topic uh with speedy but uh, and he i think we're safe because greg is not here mm. uh Helms, adler's here though adler's here he remembers it uh helmsy wasn't here for it but he likes to reference it as well yeah uh and that is your uh, relationship with richard simmons live like you were dying <laughs> yeah uh so uh and y'all made out yeah. live like Say you were dying Boy, there's a 30-year memory. He brought energy, didn't he? Well, Boy. apparently he has. You know, we haven't heard that from. That was Richard. on one of his many phone-in segments. Yeah, you yeah. know, we we haven't heard from Richard in a while, and you know, he kind of became a recluse. In, yeah, we in, thought he died or something, and you know? transitioned, which he said that that is not true. Well, he's finally spoke because apparently there's a new biopic. Uh, Paulie Shore will play <laughs> Richard Simmons, and Richard Simmons wants the world to know because it's being. It's being marketed like a tribute to Richard Simmons. Yes, yes, that's what he said he was promised. And Richard Simmons says he does not endorse or got and gave approval to this biopic. Uh, and so he wants everyone to know this, uh, that it, it may be coming out, but he did not give it the green light. Now, I don't know what that warns us about. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe he's overreacting. Maybe there's nothing for him to be concerned about. Uh, but apparently for him to come out of... Uh, really um, being a recluse and make a comment that, that is a public comment, uh, he must be concerned about this film that is in development at Warner Brothers. Yep, yep. Uh, and, uh, it's one of their sideline companies called the Wappler Organization. Oh my goodness, that's actually yeah. doing it. Um, Rick, uh, this biopic will follow an unrelated short film about Simmons from the director and writer Jake Lewis. Mm. That film entitled The Court Jester. 
mm. will premiere at the Sundance Film Festival uh, this month. Mm-hmm. It also stars Shore as Simmons. Oh, really? On both of them? Okay. All right. Hey, how are you on Polly Shore as Richard Simmons? I, I think he's going to play a good one. He, they, I, yes. he looks a lot like him. Yes. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. does. He really Adler, does. you don't have to show look, that, buddy. Look, he looks exactly yeah. like him. <laughs> 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 Richard Simmons. Live like you were and, dying. You know, well, this is Speedy trying to console him because yeah. we were playing Barbra Streisand music and had donuts. Yeah, right. see, pictures yeah. don't really yeah. it, boy. They've it, lo- it looks like you're the the aggressor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, you're yeah. consoling. Well, he, he latched on to me to help him when y'all were feeling making him feel that way because yeah, he had uh, he's always had a crush on her. Well, and you were playing. You it remember and, well. Um, I don't know if crush yeah, is that, the right maybe, word. Maybe right? maybe I mean, a desire to be yeah. girlfriends, but um, I was. Uh, and then he licked your eyes. You, There's a video of that. that. Do, do you remember how we would bring in high calorie food and he would get so upset? Yeah, oh, us. donuts and oh, everything. We had them powdered donuts yeah, all over. Yeah, he, he would yeah. just start crying. Yeah, because he yeah. loved them. He loved sweets, but oh, yeah. he he was uh, tempted to eat them, but yeah. he was like, well, you know, please. He, he he'd get his, his pack of dealer mail cards out yeah. and, uh, and just start throwing yeah. them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you remember? I mean, he was, he was a former big tub of goo. Oh yeah, I, uh-huh. lost a lot of yeah, yeah, and, and lost a lot of weight and made a lot of money trying to help others. Mm-hmm. And uh, and boy, those shorts! Wow, 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 hey. wow! wow. Hey, Didn't hey, he get hey. up on the console one he time? Did. Well, with he y'all? sure did, and, and dropped him one time. Yep. And I'll tell you one thing: if That's you're ever good. wondering whether he wears a jock strap, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have the built-in liner, Rick. So he's well, like, that wow. liner didn't do much. No, it did not. <laughs> it was not very we, helpful. It's like he was <laughs> wearing swimming trunks. Yeah, it was exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. Running shorts, kind of. Yeah, it was. They were very short, and they sure were. They come on up. That was that was quite a day. But I will say this. Y'all have your fun. Once and on the phone twice, right? No, he was. I think twice. He was uh, at least twice because he. The whole eye incident was in another studio from when he originally came. So he was in studio a couple of times. But let's just be honest. He was always very nice. Yes, he was. Uh, and and I know y'all having your fun with me, but he was very no, no. always extremely nice and really surprised as, uh, as far as how responsive he was to coming in studio and all that yeah. I, I was oh surprised. he's always been very promotions uh yeah. oriented i mean yeah. but he didn't lick my but yeah. i was, no, about, to, I was he about to say didn't lick my, well, we, I, we have to we have to in all fairness we always have to see things from each other's point of view you are asking us to see it from your point of view and that's fair but you have to also see it from our point of view yeah what if richard simmons had licked bubba's eye would you ever stop talking about but it? But could, could I? I mean, could I, I get a I, definition? I just don't of, think. I just don't think so. Because I, I know I wouldn't. Could yeah, I? I mean, could I get a definition of link. And, and lick? we've talked about this. I mean, I have accidentally kissed two de- two guests on the show. Two guests. <laughs> what? Accidentally. Right. Uh, or they kissed it was me. Not, it was not on purpose. You're right. Everybody, right. please. And uh, and Speedy has has kissed one of them, and that's Richard. Bubba, well, he kissed you. He what do you do? Is this Speedy, what you tell people? In all, fairness, in, all, in all fairness, Speedy did not kiss Richard Simmons. No, I didn't. Please if, don't if, start if we, that. If we wanted to be clear, he, Richard Simmons stuck his tongue in Speedy's eye. Thank you for saying that because he didn't lick it. Well, I, I, would I don't think know what that's would called. Be dragging if, if, if your tongue touches something, it was more just like a jab. It's usually, yeah. it's usually identified okay. as a lick, don't you think? Well, if a dog came up in this in this studio, ran over here, put his tongue on my leg, I would say the dog. Well, because me. he normally drags right. it, right? And if you drag well, it, well, I think if, if you drag if your tongue over something, you lick a lollipop. you're in semantics now, my friend. Yeah. If the dog puts his tongue out on your face, you say you've been licked. I've been licked, Bubba. You just said I kissed Richard Simmons. Do you tell other people that? He changed that. Yeah, I misspoke. 
uh, oh, okay, licked. good. He yeah, also thinks Jason Kelsey <laughs> retired yesterday. <laughs> right. I mean, the uh, well, well no, I, I said I no. thought he had. No, I don't that know. was That's the story. I did too. Yeah, yeah. That, and I think he, he is, but it, he just hadn't officially come out and stood on a podium and said, "All right, I'm out." Right. But I, but back to the other. Um, it wasn't I know your fault that, that he leaked. Your it's not your fault. Well, because you if you remember, he was sitting on my lap. Huh? You're a victim. Yes. Yeah. Y'all and your were, voice should be heard and believed. Yes, and you guys were on him so hard as far as Barbara Streisand and sweets and and all this kind of stuff. He would look at me like, "Why are you letting him do this?" Mm-hmm. And and I would he just reached be hung. out yeah. in his own special way. Well, and that's when they run into your arms. <laughs> yeah, when they're when that's why you have to be careful when you're helping people. Is he still being a hermit though? Is he? He was not, until this. Mm-hmm. He's now said, "I can't. I want everyone to know, everyone to know I did not give my approval on this biopic." It is not one that I came up with and approved. So there was rumors that his his assistant or house uh, keeper, whoever was keeping him locked in the house, and he couldn't leave. And then those rumors went. Do you think? And let's just let's here we are talking that his health is so bad he don't want he obviously yeah. don't want anybody to see him. Well, and here, that's the main problem. Here, here's the Has thing. he blown back up? Well, the here's the thing, and I would say that's the potential is there. I don't. I think Richard Simmons always wanted to be seen as healthy and vibrant. Yes. And I think the fact that he probably isn't healthy and vibrant now, he would rather not be seen. Yeah. Right. Is that yeah. fair? Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, that's probably. I, he probably Adam, wants to control could, the image of how he was remembered. Yeah. 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 You yeah. could just put him up. Well, well, this is a stock photo. It's just a stock photo of Richard Simmons. You just happen to be right next to him in it. I'm just showing Polly Shore and Richard Simmons. I just found a random photo it's on the internet. You've got your hand on his chest. Too, yeah. Like Do I? That. Yeah. Is that his hand? That's no. his hand. Oh, oh No, that's, that's his, his hand, hand, Bubba. Yours, yours, is, yours is on his shoulder. Oh, you got my hand on his chest. Well, we didn't kiss him. Well, you, could, you couldn't tell. We couldn't tell. Yes, yes, I know yes, this yes. is a tough, tough Wow, close, though. Almost didn't. Barely any air Well, we had to both get in the mic. Right. And the tank top he gave you didn't fit in all fairness. So uh, the um, and there we go, there we go. I think you're right though. He's he, he's always you know been somebody that cares about his appearance, and mm-hmm. I think he's probably healthy and vibrant. Yeah, he I, mean, must, I don't he know that image left. Like, I don't that's know the last, what yeah. the storyline will be, but Pauly Shore looks like him as much as anybody. Yeah, he does. really uh-huh. does. Yeah, it was great casting, big time. Richard's not pleased with this apparently, but he's and he's speaking out. Phone calls are next. I bet he didn't like Polly Shore for some reason. No, no, no. I bet it goes a long way back. Oh, yeah. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All 10 lines are available. We'll chat with you, America, on whatever topic you want to talk about. When the Rick and Bubba Show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So a couple of stories today. Uh, we've talked a lot uh, about uh, RVs and and, and traveling and, and, uh, and all kinds of uh, I'm going to take an RV and go here, and have you done an RV there? <laughs> I'm not familiar with Cordell Patrick, uh, former ESPN uh, You'll know him when you see him. Okay. You'll know him when yeah, you see him. Yeah, I just don't know my name, I guess. But there's, apparently, there's, here's his story. He was thrown mm-hmm. uh, from his RV going 60 miles per hour on a freeway in California. Here, here he is. Uh, I'm, uh, this is just a quick, uh, just so people can see what happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's his RV here, room going past, and that was him on the ground. There he is. He, he, he goes to what? the other side of the media. Oh, my. Wow. And he's just r- rolling so on the he interstate. he is thrown out of it across mm-hmm. the cement barrier? Yes. Wait a minute. That's him on the other That's side? That's him on the yeah. other side. How so, did he come out of it? So his oh wife. Did he go to the can? He did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how, he had just did, finished. How did he get out of the camper? 
So he's going to... Uh, I mean, was a door come open or the side come off? What? I think he went out the window. Yeah. No. I don't know. Here, he's going to sell it. Hit uh, the wall and then tossed him through the driver's side window. Take a listen oh, to what yeah, he just told right. us. That's it. A few minutes from home. You know, we live in Valencia. We're right off the 14. And I had to use the restroom like a racehorse. And as soon as Easy. I stood up to use the restroom, I noticed my wife had dozed off. Uh-oh. So I, I tried to grab the steering wheel and... Before I could grab the steering wheel impact with the median, inside median, and I flew out the window onto the 14 highway. Oh it's my. indescribable, because I didn't know what was going on. I just, I thought that the entire side of the RV had been ripped off because I was trying to figure out why am I outside. Wow. Oh my. All right, so what happened to the RV and his wife asleep at the wheel? How did we get it stopped? I think they probably just. Just scooted to a stop after that. Yeah, I would did, think she probably woke up after that. I bet yeah. she did. Yeah. Her husband grabs the wheel and then flies out the window into the uh, the oncoming traffic. I Good bet you night. do wake up. That'll wake this you makes up. a lot more sense hearing him because it was confusing at first. He's oh, using the bathroom and flew out or whatever. So he wakes up or I guess gets up. She dozes off. He goes to grab this wheel and keeps on going once they hit that side, the, the concrete wall. Knocked it, him it, out. It, the momentum threw him out. Golly. I mean – if it throws him a few more feet oh, in, <clears throat> into traffic, he goes into traffic coming the other way. The fact he survived 60 miles an hour yeah. falling into oh, the, is just that alone is, is remarkable. The road rash. I yeah. Know, I know this should <clears throat> not be my first thought. I know that. I know my first thought should be thank, thank the Lord he's okay. That should be my very first yep. thought, and I acknowledge it I should be. But all I can think about is he's got his wife over a barrel now. It really uh, does. She can't she can't get on him about stuff now. Nope. I mean, he's now he has so much power oh. that he never had before. He can and, go hunting and, whatever he wants. And, 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 thank, and, thank and thank the Lord he survived. But you know, hey, I'm thinking about going and hunting again this afternoon. You just gonna leave me here with all this too? Well, okay, I guess I could stay here, but I just hope you don't let me fall out the wind into traffic. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and uh, how come you didn't pick up those towels? Oh, I guess my, I guess I'm still hurt from when I threw up, flew out of the window when you fell asleep at the wheel and nearly killed us, mm -hmm. and I fell into oncoming traffic. He suffered broken bones, a dislocated shoulder, 17 stitches on his head, and mm -hmm. road rash covering 60% of his body. Mm -hmm. Good night. He might even get to watch whatever movie he wants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? He may not, but he might. But Possibly then there's the choose other. a restaurant every once in a while. Yeah. That's the other side. The other side of things is how she's going to blame this on him. Because there's, oh, wow. how dare you let me fall asleep? I was oh, that's that. right. Uh, you're that's supposed right. to be talking to me, and you yeah. didn't. He's right. had to apologize yeah. for her falling asleep. Yeah, what right. am I thinking? Yeah. Right. I'm right. so sorry I got <laughs> slung out the no. window, honey. Yeah. Honey, I should, I should have been in there with you. I'm so sorry I've traumatized you by my body flying out the window and allowing you to go to sleep. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. right. I was. That was not right of me. You're right. Yeah, he didn't yeah, get anything yeah. How in dare this. me fly out? He didn't, get any, he didn't get anything in this. He got nothing. He's blamed for this. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, I don't well, know what you're thinking, Rick. You should have been quick. I lost so my sorry. way. I lost my way for a second. Well, you you saw it logically, actually, yeah. the way it happened. But I forgot the book of blame, and right. it's it's it unde is. it's undefeatable. Yeah, it's on, it's one of the back pages, but you know, allowing you to fall asleep is is down. No, no, yeah. I, I was in Memphis, Tennessee. I was at a, a men's conference. I'll never forget it. The guy was such a good line. I've mentioned on the air before, but it really sums up what we're talking about. 
Guy looks down at his phone. He said, well, I don't think I'm going to get to hear the rest of the conference. And I said, really, what's going on? You're not going to be here when I speak? He goes, don't think so. Just got a text that my wife backed into the garage door and tore it up, and I got to go home and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the right thing to do. <laughs> Why was it down? <laughs> right. So, I, but but you're right. He, he's not going to get away with this, is he? he he's so. not going to get anything in his account on this, is Somebody? he? No. Some, somehow no, it's... He, somehow he put her in a bad situation That's where it. she couldn't It'll stay away. Flipped. You didn't make me coffee. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we, then yeah. and then you, you said you, you would have took over. I had to yeah. stop it alone. You were thrown out and went in there with me. Yeah. It, right, it traumatized right. me. It scared me. Now I can't sleep good. That's it. Now mm-hmm. she's not hurt. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. But 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 the, his body that was broken has caused so much stress for her. It's mm-hmm. his fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I guarantee you this though. He's going to be driving from now on. Uh, because be. it's kind of like you with laundry. You kind of mess it up on purpose. Yep. So Sherry yep. kicks you out and says, don't do it anymore. Correct. No, this um, is where the wife will demand that the RV be sold. See yep. she oh, it could be that. She claims she didn't want it to begin uh, with. I never yeah. wanted yeah. this. I didn't yeah. even want to go on this road never trip. Wanted you this. made me. Yep. He's going yep. so fast across the road. He is. The he road. sure is. Y'all, he's lucky to be alive. Guys, y'all don't, and that really should be our focus. Yeah, uh, I, it's amazing that he's alive. Kudos to the white uh, SUV there yes. for seeing him. They dodged him. It's not every day you see a person flying across the concrete. No, no, no. It's not. no. Mm. So wow. even though that's, that's not so exactly mighty. sports, he's a former sports caster. But yeah. Uh, so NBC Sports. Now, now I admit sometimes I will I will put this on on the people of faith. Okay, sometimes. We're we're we we're a little bit. We're always looking for somebody is disrespecting our faith when it really isn't happening, mm-hmm. uh, and and we'll we'll kind of dramatize a little bit. They they didn't want anybody to talk about Jesus. They edited it out. But this is really odd. It is. And it's, it's not surprising. But C.J. Stroud, who is very open about his faith, it almost looks like NBC Sports edited out him trying to talk about his faith. You know, obviously, if if he'd been in the speech and wanted to. You know, use this opportunity to talk about the advancement of LGBTQ causes. It would have been left in, mm-hmm. but um, or whatever. Uh, but it, it does sound. Now I, I, I'm going to give them benefit yeah. of the doubt, but but it doesn't sound good. It doesn't, yeah, and it this doesn't. is making its way across social right. media. And y- you y'all tell from what what you think. The first one is what aired, okay. and then the second one was what the what he actually said, okay. and. Um, the, I, I don't know. The, the actual editing, they did edit it, but yeah. on the broadcast, it went out because it was just live. Right. On the broadcast, it went out. On social media... Where they put it out. On social media, they posted a clip, and it was like, C.J. Stroud has love for the city, right. and they cut out the part where... But here you go. In your first NFL season and a record-setting performance for you, what does this moment mean? I mean, it's been amazing being in this city for as short as I've been, but... So and that the, was that's the edit. Well, that's, that's what they the put edit. out. That's yeah. what they put out, and this is what you can hear. The I mean, first foremost, I just want to give all glory and praise my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I mean, it's been amazing. So there you go. Well, they did edit it out. Yeah, now, did. now, what their reason for that? You know, I guess they can well, say, again, well, we, we just want to get to the heart of what he said about the city. But I mean, you well, know. well, again, this goes back to some of this editing we're seeing right. by MSNBC. Right. You ask him a question. Right. Air what he said. Right, exactly. If you don't want to hear him do that, don't interview him. True. Right. But when you start editing his answer, you're not being fair. Right. You're not saying what he says. Right. I mean, that's crazy. It it really is. That's crazy. Yeah, and I would feel the same way. There's people that say things in interviews all the time that I I don't really agree with or like, I go, man, I I hate they said that. 
But that's what they said. Right. So right. I, it so, is what so, it so is. So I take that and I process that, and then I have my own response to it. Right. It's kind of like yeah. history is what it is, right. and, and it was what it was. Don't rewrite it. Let's deal with it. Let's talk about it and move on from it. Right. You know? And and you know you wouldn't edit out other things that meant something to somebody if it if it passed your test. Right. Right. And it's not your job to be the the filter. No. Well, not in that case. If you if you're gonna filter him, uh, do a book on him. Don't don't do an interview live after a game. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. So. Did we not play her saying this exact same thing, standing on a street corner being interviewed, and now she goes on The View and just says it again? I mean, it's all like there's no variation on it. Mm. So here oh, she the is. The View rolled out the red carpet. Oh, Bubba, you think they didn't have a conniption at The View that <laughs> you know Kamala it. Harris is coming to The View? Come on. Here comes the, the girls. It's Chatty Cathy time. Let's go. All right, so here we go. Here's Vice President Kamala Harris on The View. Saying the same thing she said yesterday, talking to somebody else. So, so, so here, here we go. We have to earn the reelect, and we have to communicate what we have achieved. Yes, and and that is going to be one of our big challenges. We've done a lot of good work. We need to net, let people know who brung it to them. <laughs> There's that statement again. It's the same thing she said. Does we she think she's got who brung it to? Why is she so interested in bringing it? We've we, we done a lot of good work. We need to let people know who brung it to them. You know, I don't know if you know, but Rick, this is a dog whistle for the left. You know, we're always told about dog whistles. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the administration mm-hmm. telling their friends and their allies in the media, mm-hmm. you're not bragging on us enough. That is correct. We've got to turn it up. That's all that is. That's a signal up to the booth. Talk about us in a positive way. Y'all are not drawing positive yep. things to us, and y'all need to start now. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. She was asked about uh, the upcoming election, if you guys want to hear that. Yeah. Well, I oh, hope she it. talked to Joy. Oh, good, she did. All right, here <laughs> What are you going to do to stop the crazies? I am scared as heck. <laughs> Yeah. Which is why I'm traveling our country. You know, there's an old saying that there are only two ways to run mm. for office, either without an opponent or scared. So on all of those points, yes, we should all be scared. See, they love that. They yeah. love scared. Yeah. Well, oh, you know, yeah. if I'm the sitting vice president of the United States, I don't know that I'm going to say I'm scared of anything. Mm-hmm. You know, that no. just doesn't, I don't think, sit well with the position. Mm-hmm. Now, I know if you're trying to terrorize everybody Thank because you. your poll numbers are horrible, right. you, you might want to say that. Is she, is she signaling to the media you're not talking about how bad Trump is enough? So, no, I, I think they're, I think they, they've they done about all to Donald Trump they can do. Right. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. He can't even go to his mother-in-law's funeral because he's in court, exactly. right? Lawyers are getting in trouble. Uh, they've raided his lawyers. By the way, has anybody else in history ever had their lawyers raided? Hunter... Hunter Biden, do you think we've raided his his lawyer? Anybody heard of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. This is banana stuff. You talking about the crazies? Uh, th- that's them. You just met them. They're sitting on the view. No, you're mm-hmm. right. And but remember what they're saying is we're not any good, but they're so dangerous. You should vote for us anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think the thing is they they've done all they can do to Trump, and it's backfired. Everything they do, every charge they make, his poll numbers go up. Matter of fact, the Democrats have single handedly reelected him uh, as the Republican nominee. Yep. Um, 
the the thing now is this thing of we're not getting our message out. People yeah. don't realize how dang good we are. Right. Yeah. And that all that is is a signal to the media brag on us. Yeah. yeah. You got to brag on us. I we think need it some is more good stories. Because most of us have heard and know if I have to brag on me, maybe I'm not doing a very good job. <laughs> right. If I'm doing a good job, everybody should be bragging on me without me saying a word. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, Whoopi was uh, sure to ask some hard hitting questions. If you oh, guys want, this is her go. first question right here. Let's see. Yeah. I guess I have to turn my. Are you head. okay with Whoopi's new hair down, mm. hairstyle? Here we go. All right. Okay. Well, we thank you for taking a break from the campaign trail to come talk to us today. And now, as you've been going around the country, you're talking to to people, yeah. asking questions, finding out what they're thinking. Um, so what are what are they telling you and what are they telling you they want from the two of you mm, journalism well, <laughs> i am traveling the country and um, i'm all over the country let's start with the women of america the yeah. uh what they are telling me in state after state is Gas is too high. That they are concerned about, price about the future of our country. Because groceries. Um, many of us often think about the future the of our country mm -hmm. in the context of our children. Mm -hmm. Not having a border. What about an invasion yeah. from the uh, side? Have yeah. you been seeing her go from state to state? Like She acts like no. she's just traveling all over the place. I'm going to say that Kamala Harris is possibly the most fake human being I know. She, she doesn't even come across as sincere about anything. I mean, everything just feels so plastic, so difficult to communicate. What about Whoopi's uh, yeah. question there? She's trying to read it off the teleprompter, and she can't make out what it says. Right, right. So she's stumbling through it, and she finally kind of puts it in her own words. Now, if, if Kamala says she's traveling from state to state, well, what what prevents her from traveling to the southern border that she's supposedly in charge of? Yes, yeah. she's the czar. I've never been to. Yeah. So there you go, yeah. right wing Well, I'm just conspiracy. wondering. I mean, she says that she's traveling all over the place. Well, she didn't say what she was traveling to the border. She said she was yeah. traveling state to state. Do you all want to hear her say the Brungit line again? No. And she butchers it. <laughs> and she was so ready for it. She practiced it. She says it all the time. Uh, she we still have butchered to it. Earn the reelect. And we have to communicate what we have achieved. Yes. And, and that is going to be one of our big challenges. We've done a lot of good work. We need to net, let people know who brung it to them. <laughs> Oh, that laughing. That laugh. Yeah, laughing. Yeah, laughing. Yeah. I know we don't have time, but Bubba talked about the. Well, let me repeat this. We know who's brung it. Yes, to we us. did. And we know what got brung. Yes, please stop with the brunging. I mean, you, you, he about brung us to death. Us. We can't hardly afford anything now. Our kids will never buy a house. Hey, yeah. sh shoot up here amongst us. Somebody's got to have yeah. relief. Yeah. Uh, all right. Please so, quit bringing it. Please stop with the bringing. I'm brunged. Um, yeah. I'm fully brunged. Yeah. Yeah. I'm brunged all I can take. Right. You're 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 brunging groceries to the point that we can't even. Wow. We can't even. How is that an egg I'm buying, or, a, or is it made of gold? Buggy full of. And they're brung. just getting started, folks. <laughs> buggy started. full of brung. By the way, that's good. Uh, and we come back. Um, has anybody checked on Mark Levin a wellness check? Oh, hey. Because Bubba, you were talking about this character assassination of Trump. He's had enough. I mean, you know, this this We've never him. seen anything like it. it well, if well, you don't like the guy, it's fine. That's fine. If you think he's brass, You don't have fine. to lie to him. Like you don't him. have to like Nobody his policies, said, even though they're wildly successful. Nobody said like uh, him. But the prosecution of him is over the top and completely a foul. We've never seen anything like well, But they've opened the can. Just wait. It, no, this is going to be the new way. Yeah. We never go back after these things get out. Right, That's why leave, they call it Pandora's Box. Yeah. If you leave us, uh, uh, have a good day. You can grab this next hour on the archives today. In this next hour, Mark Levin, his rant, Robbie Gallaty also joins us. 
all coming up uh, ahead on the Rick and Bubba show. If this is it for you today, thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so uh, Robbie Gallaty will be with us coming up uh, this hour. We have a Kanye West update. Uh, they're not related, uh, and uh, but we do have we do have Mark Levin to start the hour. Mark Levin. Sometimes I worry that Mark Levin is going to explode. Uh, he gets so mad. He gets so angry. Uh, you talked about all that's going on. With do you want the, to get Chuck Schumer before you get Mark? Because it kind of adds to the craziness. Does it? Of okay. It all. all right. So Schumer yeah. is just going to tell us in 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 video two um, that. This is the shakedown again. Once again, the Democrats, and I guess not just Democrats, want $60 billion for Ukraine. Um, the old Ukraine thing just, just dragging on. And, and, and so, uh, so yeah, I mean, 60, we all want the Ukraine to yeah. hold Russia off. Yeah. There, there's no doubt about it. But, I just would like for the Ukraine, price, I would like know? for the Ukraine to want to hold Russia off. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, they're and, fighting. And for, I, I yeah, give yeah, them that, sure. but I, I, you know, yeah, I, we just yeah, right, can't yeah. write checks forever. No. You I realize mean, how much we could do with 60 billion? Yeah. It, it mean, does this just forever? I mean, I, I don't know, but anyway. So one of the things, of course, uh, that the the left loves to do is to uh, to hold things hostage. And this one, it appears to be what a secure border. Yeah, yeah, which I doubt we'll get anyway. So it seems like that everybody would want that, no matter what our situation was. Yeah. But anyway, here's a uh, Chuckster uh, wanting us to know that uh, without the without the money for Ukraine, that the we're, we got it, we got an issue wanting that border secure. So here we go. We said we have to do both. There were a couple of people in the room who said, let's do border first. We said we have to do both together. No, yeah, we don't. We really don't. We really don't. We really don't. The secure border to me is like somebody saying, well, you know, we've got uh, a toilet that's overflowing and leaking and running all over the house. Mm-hmm. And then we also need to figure out how we're going to budget for this uh, landscaping job. And he says, no, we need to do both. You go, you don't think we should stop the water running first? <laughs> No, let's just do if both. You, yeah. If you do that, I think you would see a lot of cooperation on other things. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so everybody Democrats- feels like that it's just, this is, look, China couldn't put a standing army together and march as many people into our country as we've had march in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's in, uh, just unbelievable, the numbers. And and where we're going to be two and three generations from this is yeah. incredible. Yeah, it is, and I don't know what to do about this Ukraine thing. It feels like to me that even those that were, you know, putting the Ukraine flag on their house and on their social media, that everybody's kind of lost interest in it. I'm not saying you should. I'm just telling yeah, you the well, reality of it all. Yeah, it, yeah it, it it just feels like there's not as much. Everybody's kind of, and this is just the way we are now. I mean, we can only so, we, we can only pay attention yeah. so long. Well, I'm not saying that's a good thing. Well, I'm let's just let's ask a couple of questions about Ukraine. How does this end? Right. Do do they just drag this out in 20 years from mm-hmm. now? The, the Russians go, yeah, we're tired of fighting it. We're going home. Right. Uh, do the Russians turn it up and put more people in there and actually win this? Uh, do the Ukrainians, how, how do they win this? I mean, they're not going to take Russia over. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, they or, could push them back to the border, but I, I don't know that, that, that that wouldn't stop them from coming back next week. Or do the Democrats just to con- continue to just launder money through that country and through that war? Then maybe that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't. Now, I'm sure people do this. I'm not saying they don't. Now, and I would like, you know, especially when I'm, I'm spending things like, you know, $60 billion, I would love someone to say the reason why Ukraine has not been overtaken by Russia is like when y'all send these $60, $60 billion, it does this. 
and that keeps Russia from taking us over. Now, I'm sure yeah. somebody's in charge of that, I, but I sure would yeah. like to, I'd love to see that. Well, those. He, mm-hmm. here's the good news. Most of that yeah. money is being spent on American arms. Yeah. So it's coming right back to American uh, businesses that, that build these weapons. So, yeah. uh, But again, at some point, do you go, if, if we really want to stop this, you've got to defeat Russia and break their will to... Uh, to, to go in and keep this up. And how do you do that? I mean, they're a nuclear nation. They, they could launch a yeah. nuclear attack. So what do you do? Right. And at what point do they get tired and they launch a nuclear attack? And then what do we do? Right. Yeah. Uh, then over to the continued uh, character assassination of Trump. Um, you know, the, the left wants you to believe that Donald Trump is, is a monster out of control. The Frankenstein monster is loose. <laughs> he will kill us all if the Democrats don't protect us from him. And Mark Levin has had enough. So, 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 so here, here is Mark Levin. So they crushed him. They're doing the same thing with Trump now, except worse. They're not only character assassinating Trump, they're not only attacking Trump as, uh, as a dictator, attacking Trump as a man who would destroy our Constitution, attacking Trump as a criminal, on and on and on. They want to put him in prison. We've never seen anything like this in American history, ever. Local Democrat district attorneys, a state Democrat attorney general, a special prosecutor, Democrat for the DOJ and the Biden administration. And as I've made clear, Biden's speeches about democracy and so forth, and basically comparing Trump to Hitler and his supporters to to stormtroopers, that would be, you know, 80 million people. That is the playbook that they used against Barry Goldwater to crush him, and the media promoted it, promoted it, while they protected Johnson the way they're protecting Joe Biden. But also, Biden is communicating, as I've said, with prosecutors, Democrat prosecutors, Democrat judges, and the Democrat jury pool all over the country, particularly in our inner cities, and he's telling them, convict this man. We cannot risk having Hitler in the White House. They hear it. Do anything you have to do. Move up the trials. You know, deny him due process. Deny him the effective uh, representation at counsel. Doesn't matter. Everything and anything you can do, you prosecutors, you judges, you potential jurors, you must do to stop Donald Trump from becoming president of the United States. That's the other message he's sending out. Yeah, and, and that's, that is the message. Uh, no matter how bad we are, he's worse. Mm-hmm. No matter how much things cost, Donald Trump will get you. No matter how much we're in embarrassment around the world, right. Donald Trump is worse. No matter what you say about what our current administration is doing poorly, they'll just assure you that it could be worse. You could have Donald Trump. That's right. I don't know how much longer that'll work. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We've been talking about Pastor Robbie Gallaty being on the program. We are fired up. We are jacked. Uh, we've got uh, some opportunities to come hang out with us um, uh, in two Rick and Bubba markets today. So welcome back, K4RGA, uh, Robbie Gallaty. Uh, Robbie, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> My ham radio title that only Rick and Bubba remembers. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Robbie, did you ever get your tower back up? I know you had one fall. Uh, 
That's a negatory. Uh, Candy would not allow it. My wife said that's a one and done. When it hit the house, uh, it was done, but it was over. So. Oh, Robbie, I wish you'd have called. Trees good never make night. good guy posts. Good I mean, night. they really don't. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, I, you know, I have been, we've been, uh, you know, I always talk about the day, Robbie, that you and I met in Nashville, Tennessee. I don't even know if you remember it. And uh, we didn't, oh, yeah. we didn't know each other. We were doing a men's conference. I, I think Lifeways men's conference or something back when they were still doing that. And, uh, and a guy tried to toss a, a backpack on stage at the foot of Russell Moore. Um, and, um, you know, and I'm, I'm just getting to know you. And, and when you grabbed the guy like a rag doll and got him, you know, under control, I thought you were part of security only to realize you were actually one of the pastors there to speak. Uh, that, that, that was one of the funniest and, uh, and poor Russell Moore, his eyes were as big as golf balls, but I, I, I'm glad you got him under control. I listen like you, I've never seen anything like that happen in real time. Russell Moore is on stage, Bubba, and this guy drops a backpack and then gets on stage in front of thousands of people at this downtown, the arena downtown, and he wants to talk on the mic. Russell mm. Moore is talking. He wants to talk on the mic. And, and this is crazy. There's no security to be found backstage. Right. So the Lifeway employees are running around, and they their options are Eric Geiger, who I love, <laughs> Rick and Robbie, that's what yeah, that's they it. and they and they remembered in my previous life I was a bouncer. You yeah, know, did MMA fighting. Yeah, I, I think so your like, qualifications hey. outrank everybody. Yeah, they did. Yeah. You know, I had fought years, but it comes. It came back quick. I just I didn't know what to do. I walked on stage for everybody. I put my hand around his neck. I grabbed his arm like this. I whispered in his ear, and I said, "Brother, I think we're done here. Let's go." And walked you right on. Thank God, no incident. Well, they looked at the resume, and we look at our our testimonies before Jesus. Robbie was a bouncer, and I was the guy being removed by bouncer. So I was no help. Right. I was the as I said, Robbie much more qualified. I was the guy that Robbie was escorting out. So I was no help. Uh, well, let's talk a, a little bit. Uh, so the ham radio thing, does, does it, is the tower just over or is that hobby over? Well, I'm into woodworking now. So, that, you know, the hobbies are cyclical, I tell my wife. You know, they come back around like disc golf okay, or okay. playing guitar or magic tricks or whatever. But I'm into woodworking now, although we're not into anything right now. And Middle Tennessee, it's still uh, seven, eight inches of snow up here. I know. And, you yeah. know, watching some of the stuff you've been through, you know, recently with the tornadoes that came through and watching you in the middle of a Christmas Eve service and all of a sudden all the power goes out, the, the tornadoes coming, you know, through and, uh, I, I, that that's wild. If none of you've seen that archive video, it's really incredible, but you guys, you know, you go through the tornado, you're still recovering from that. Now this winter weather, uh, you've got a lot, uh, to do as a pastor right now. And as a staff to minister to the people all around Hendersonville, my goodness. Yeah, a lot. You know, we, we've just went through the last two years, just this amazing move of God, uh, revival, outpouring of God's spirit. We just had just hundreds and thousands of people follow through with baptism. And it was a revival, a genuine outpouring of spirit of God. And I tell people whenever uh, God sends revival, you become a bullseye and yeah. a blessing at the same time. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Become a bullseye from, the, you know this, bullseye for, for the enemy and a blessing from God. And I wouldn't change any of it. But um, it keeps you, it, it keeps you on your knees praying. I will say that, and and depending upon the Lord. 
Well, don't you think that's it? I mean, the Lord knows one of the biggest problems we have is our own pride and arrogance. And I've said this before. My wife, we actually prayed about this morning. She was quoting a quote from me when I said, when I prayed to God, Lord, please, I don't want you to have to humble me again. I, I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've learned the lessons. You've humbled me. I've got it. Lord, save me from my biggest enemy. That's myself. I Please, I don't want to have to be humbled again. Amen. Yeah. Either you willingly do it or God enrolls you in the skill of humility. And we know how that turned out for the Israelites. It's never a short process and it's always a painful process, but a needed process. It is. So let's talk about men's ministry. Rick, Uh, I always like to pray to be carefully and gently nudged back into (laughs) the Lord's spirit. That's much better. And in in, in his way. Yeah. And he goes, that might work with Bubba. It's never worked with Rick. Sorry, Rick. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but uh, but you're right. I, I wish I could learn it that way. But let's talk about men's ministry. It's something that became a passion, really, out of just you know we're just C students from Calhoun County, Alabama. But I think we have a lot of you know God given common sense. And you know I kept hearing over and over again. I know you have too, Robbie. You know Father's Day when I started going to church, uh, it didn't take long uh, till I started hearing every Father's Day that there was an influence and a headship that God had given to the male. Men and women being equal in value, but beautifully and distinctly different. And and I and I remember hearing that, and then I started looking for, well, it sounds like this guy's saying that if we could reach and disciple men, uh, we probably would solve a lot of the problems of the home, uh, of the church, and of society. But a lot of times when you look at the attempts to reach and disciple men, it's almost as if we don't really understand how God made men and we awkwardly have tried to reach and disciple men like they're women and children, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I think that's why, why uh, you and I, I think, have gotten along through the years and sh- shared the same passion. Because here's, what I, here's the way I say it. The tide that raises all the ships at port in the home, at the workplace, in the community, are the men. The men are the tide that raises all the ship. So if you want the spiritual fervor of your home to increase, it's on the onus is on the man. If you want to change the office or the workplace you're at or the business you own, it's on the man. God sets the man and right away gives him a plan of work. And so uh, we've always shared the same passion for that. And for years, you know, most men's conferences, most men's sermons, uh, men uh, come with fear and trepidation because they know they're about to be beaten over a head and told, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, how mm-hmm. bad they are and you guys stink and you better suck it up by your own spiritual bootstraps. And what I'm excited about, particularly for the Man Church Conference, is the message the Lord has put on my heart, which I'm really excited to share, is called, Where Are All the Men At? Yeah. Because the question we have, to, and, and I'm not just talking about like birth, male as in birth. I'm talking about where is the, where is the biblical man as outlined in the Bible, because if men would step up and be the kind of men God's called them to be, I don't think we'd be in a lot of the problems we are today in the country. You don't blame the church. You don't blame the government. You don't blame the political. When 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 mankind messed up, God didn't come and ask for anybody but the man. And when he said, where are you, Adam? Yeah, right. He wasn't asking a locational geographical question. Right. He knew where Adam right. was. Sure he did. He wanted Adam to know where he was. So we got to ask a question, by the way. It's always rhetorical. He knows the answer. <laughs> the question is, do we, right? Do we know where we're Yeah. At? And, you know, looking at that, uh, the fall of mankind, I never will forget the first time that God, I, I, I just finished a whole study of Genesis for a year, then followed by what you're doing now, too. The Revelation did a year in the Revelation. So I'm excited about what you're doing there. And, um, 
And, and, and at the first time it hit me that Adam has been told what they can and cannot do before Eve was ever even created. There's no indication that God ever even told Eve about the tree. He, it, was, it was Adam's job to tell her about the tree, which is why when God showed up, he's asking, him, he's asking Adam. That's exactly right. And so the, the responsibility is on the man. And so that's why I love to be a part of what, what you guys are doing. I think if we could have a clarion call for men, and, and I'm not talking about machismo here. I'm not talking about tough guy manhood. No, we're not talking about Rocky, you know, or, or, or Sylvester. We're talking about just biblical manhood, and, right. and it's multifaceted. And God gives some parameters and guardrails on what it is. I just think when men don't know where they're heading or what the expectation is, if the scorecard is not clear, yep. watch this: men don't play. That's correct. Right. If the if they don't know what the win is, and for years it's been, oh, you got to be tough, you got to fight. No, that's yeah. not what we're talking about here. When the scorecard's not clear, either men don't play because men won't admit they don't know how to play. Exactly. Or number two is they don't play if they don't think they can win. Exactly. If you, but if a man says, okay, here's here's the direction, here's the expectation, then not only will I play the game, but I want to win the game. It's the old adage: if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time. <laughs> I think men have not been getting right. Men don't have a scorecard. They don't know where to end. They don't know where to That's why I love with Man Church and obviously at the men's conference at Long Hollow, which we want we wanted you to be a part of. That's what we're gonna try to do. We're gonna try to give you a clear scorecard to be able to play the game and win. We want you to win at home, work, and at where you play. We'll come back, we'll finish with Robbie Gallaty. Long Hollows next weekend, 26-27th. We'll break down some details about that. The Man Church Conference, where Robbie will join us, will be Birmingham. February 16th and 17th. You can find both of those at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba gathering right here tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it's the Friday edition. We'll head into the weekend. we got a lot of headlines to cover. The Elite Eight will be here and a whole lot more. All tomorrow on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out ain't. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.